Hi friends, it's Victor Costa and welcome to The Daily Lift. I hope you're having an outstanding day and I hope today's podcast makes it even better for you. Let's talk a little bit about the phrase exercising patience. I love that. Normally we say um, that a person exercised patience when their patience was tested. In other words, someone was annoying them and bothering them, but then they were able to somehow summon um, the uh, either restraint or discipline to exercise patience in that moment and not react, uh, let's say, overly uh, uh, aggressively or uh, out of concert with who they really are. But the phrase exercise patience to me um, means it's something that we can put Uh, that we can work on, that we can exercise on a daily basis and let it become a part of us and become uh, integrated into us. Because I believe that when your patience is tested, that is not the time to actually exercise patience. Most of us wait until our patients are tested and then we feel this fight about what is our limit before we have an outburst and react. Um, That is not the time to be able to start the exercise or practice of being patient. That's the time when you are supposed to put all of the exercise and practice into effect, right? So there is no way to wait till you are on the brink of crisis or on the brink of getting unnerved to begin the exercise of trying to be patient. Um, That is the time when your patience that you have developed from exercising is able to to shine. That's when the moment you feel in control of a situation. That's when you're able to see the situation for what it's worth because you have been exercising patience all throughout uh, prior to the incident. It's, it's too late. Once you are in the midst of a crisis to begin the idea of let me try and exercise this virtue called patience uh, when you haven't had any practice at all. So, um, One of the things that uh, you can do to become more patient is to start with little things, little things, incidental bumps on the street, incidental uh, bumps on the subway, someone is late delivering your lunch, Um, there is a a route that you normally take that is disrupted, so you have to take a U-turn and take another route. These are the times when we are supposed to practice our patience and allow Uh, these things to just sort of um, become uh, parts of our lives, just little things that happen. Life is going to happen. Uh, Things are going to happen. I think a lot of us believe that life and the commute and the day and everything is supposed to be perfect. And those are the things that that bother us. But when we already anticipate that there could be uh, construction in the street, there could be a delay, the hot water in your house or your building may not work. These are just things that happen. And these are the times when we're supposed to practice or exercise our patience so that when something that is uh, really uh, cumbersome or bothersome or a crisis happens, we are able to put that practice into effect and not to allow us to come out of congruence with who we really are. So patience is like a muscle. It's not something that you can begin practicing in the midst of the crisis. It's something that you have to um, allow to become a a part of you throughout your daily life so that when a crisis or uh, something 
happens, you are able to have more control over yourself. And instead of let the world uh, train you into how you are going to act, you have control over yourself and you are able to um, uh, feel that remarkable sensation and feeling of being in control. I can tell you folks that there is nothing like that feeling of uh, being able to see a situation for what it's worth and having control over your emotions and having control over what you're doing and saying. In other words, the things that you're thinking in the mind are uh, coherent and coincidental with what you're saying, right? There's this um, uh, remarkable uh, feeling of control um, that can come over you when your mind is together with the words that you are saying. And I'm sure you've been in situations where your patience is tested, whether you're in traffic, uh, whether you're on the subway, or whether you know something happens at work. Uh, I'll give you a for instance. Someone eats potato chips next to me at work all the time. And that noise, quite frankly, bothers me. Uh, but I don't say anything. He's enjoying his potato chips so much. It's not an endless bag of potato chips. It's going to be finished. Uh, it may remind me that it's time for me to get up, exercise my legs a little bit, time for me to go get a snack. And, and these are the things that I have been able to uh, understand, that this is so much better than the alternative of how you can create a problem. You can say, I don't think you should do that. Uh, you can have a confrontation. Uh, becoming patient with little things like that have a cumulative effect. They kind of get into the body and get into the bones so that when something else happens, you may, um, you, you may have a, a storage or a, uh, or a virtual bank account of all this patience stored up and it becomes a practice of your life. And you start to realize how freeing it can be and how uh, how much in control you feel. So you start with the little things. You don't wait uh, till you're in the midst of a crisis and then say, okay, now I'm going to fight with all of my might and my energy to be patient. You practice it a little bit at a time. Uh, you kind of let the smaller things roll off of you. You take deep breaths. You think, see things for what they are and you relax. And you allow the, the true person of who you are, which is calm, calm, um, uh, a good problem solver. Um, these are the things uh, of who we really are, but we let the world train us into crisis and chaos and reaction rather than deciding who we want to be in advance, which is someone who is relaxed and in control and has control over themselves and says things that are coincidental with what they are thinking and feels good about the way that they react to people and, um, uh, and the way that they make their decisions. And this will help you become less reactionary. You'll be able to uh, just relax as you go. Now, I want to tell you something. I, I always throw in a practical thing that has happened to me, and, and it's something that I would hope... Um, uh, you, you were able to uh, enjoy and maybe uh, benefit from. I used to drive a lot in my car. I would drive to work and I would drive around. And of course, you would see uh, people driving and texting and they would be eating. And some people are steering with their knees. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's really unnerving. And they drive, you know, quite poorly. Some people drive really, really bad. And this is enough to make you absolutely crazy. But you know, because you're a good driver, 
that you're almost intuitive. You almost kind of know when the person next to you is going to swerve into your lane, right? There's an intuitive aspect of driving. There's this, there's, if you're a really good driver and, and you pride yourself in that, there's an intuition that you have. You have a sense that someone's maybe driving a little erratically. You know that they may be lost. You can almost sense who is lost on the road and who knows exactly where they're going. Uh, you can sense who is a little bit, um, uh, who doesn't know, uh, who does not know what tr- uh, turn they're going to make. Uh, it could be at a particular juncture in the road, and you you've traveled that road before, and you know that people make mistakes at this area. So this is the time where you have the ability to control what's going on around you and what's going on, control what's going on on the road. You can sense this person doesn't drive very well, so you're going to give them a little bit more space. You know this particular area is where people make a mistake with the turn and they drive a little slower instead of speeding up and trying to get to where you're going to go. You exercise that control over the road and your vehicle and your job becomes helping them get to where they are going safely. And when I started to think about that and that little shift, that my job in my vehicle is not only to get where I have to go as efficiently and quickly as possible, my job on the road is to make sure that the other drivers around me get to where they're going as efficiently and safely as possible. And when you recognize that responsibility, you become a lot less stressed about how crappy other people drive. You become this um, sort of plan maker and this, uh, this, um, this, this kind of road planner. And you feel good about what you're doing. You feel good that you have exercise over your vehicle and domain o- dominion over your vehicle. And you also have a sense and a say in what goes on around you. And when I discovered that my job as a driver is to help other people get to where they're going as safely as possible. My role felt a lot different and my responsibility felt a lot different. So um, that is another way that you can exercise patience. You shift it from a perspective of having to deal with these idiots on the road to helping these people get to where they're going. So I hope you listened all the way to the end here, because I think that may be the most valuable part of the podcast. I wish you folks all the best. I hope you have a wonderful day and, uh, and practice a little patience every day so that when something happens, you are able to handle it with uh, control and a plum, and you feel very, very good about um, yourself. Victor Costa signing off for The Daily Lift. Mm-hmm.